Welcome to Christian Warrior Talk, proudly presented by Christian Warrior Mission. Hosted by former Navy SEAL, SWAT officer, and atheist, now a warrior for Jesus Christ, Pastor Jason Perry. This is more than just a podcast. It's a spiritual vanguard where we intentionally set aside the hustle of our daily lives to come together. We gather to study the Bible, share in heartfelt prayer, and engage in meaningful discussions about all things Christian, homesteading, prepping, and self-defense. Lock shields with us, and together, we will hold the line. And now, let's meet your host, Pastor Jason Perry. Well, the left doesn't fear us at all. Um, They don't fear us because they know that historically we've done nothing. 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 We do nothing. Our congressmen do nothing. They give speeches. They do nothing. There's no consequences. Show me one place. Show me one darn place where somebody from the left has gone to jail and pay and paid the price for being a monster or uh, corrupt or anything. Show me one. Name one. None. You are listening to Patriot Crusader Mission, where Christian warriors are forged. Sponsored by Patriot Crusader Mission Patreon page. Join us and become the Christian warrior you are called to be. Strengthen on us, strengthen on us, strengthen on us. At my signal, unleash hell. Do or do not. There is no try. All right, everyone. Hello, welcome to Patriot Crusader Mission Live. Uh, let's see. I see we're up on YouTube and Facebook. Um, can you hear me? Facebook and YouTube. So I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. Uh, I know that um, that we did and that, um, you know, we kept it very simple, like I'm sure many of you guys did, um, with no family around, no anything. And you'll notice that Lauren isn't here. We have no, uh, no nanny uh, to watch after Baby B. So unless you guys wanted literally the most chaotic um, set, going on in history um it's best to keep her up there so you guys are stuck with me and alone sounds good in both places lauren said that's great um so you know we had a lot of news um that happened most of it well most of it not good at all we had the uh the bombing in nashville um and you know, which it appears only one fatality. The it was a suicide bombing, um, but it was a very unique uh, type bombing. Um, you know, we're starting to get hints of motive from people out there. I've no, I've seen a ton of non-verified stories going out there, and guys, you know, nobody wants to believe some of the stuff that's going on out there or that's being reported by alternative media sources, but. These copy and paste stories that you're that so many of my brothers and sisters out there are uh, are sharing. Um, if you have to copy and paste it, chances are it's garbage. Um, you know, I'm just saying it can't be verified. If there's no source, if there's no seconding of it, 
chances are you're just sharing disinformation to, and and we got to be really careful all right and again well, welcome to Patriot Crusader Mission Live uh, Christian Warrior Talk um, where basically we talk about any everything and everything um, about you know this this lifestyle of being a Christian warrior from current news events to challenges in our walk with Christ to you know helping people solve problems out there and um, you know holding each other accountable but we got to be really careful on what we share everyone because um, you know you can blow your credibility sharing one tinfoil hat thing and that's unfortunate because the mainstream media has to do corrections all the time but you know we are on a much more intimate level with the people that we are influencing and when I say we I mean you and I Meaning that, you know, you're talking to your nephew or your cousin or your mom or your grandma or your boss or a coworker, and if you're wrong, they're going to remember that. Unlike, um, you know, um, the news media, there's so much noise going on out there. They're not going to recall that you were wrong. Um, and uh, I'm at work. I'll have to watch you later. Hey, Emmy Jean, it's great to see you, cuz. Love you. Merry Christmas. Um, you know, because that's what the enemies of our country want to do. They want everyone to be spinning in circles and confusion, not knowing who or what to believe. And that's, they're winning. That's where we're at right now, guys. We are literally at that point. Um, you know, I am pretty much going to a few sources now. You know, the Epic Times has been my go-to. Um, I paid for it to subscribe you know, nothing infuriates me more than cheap-ass conservatives who want the best of everything but don't want to pay for anything. You know, like me, we they they whine and complain that you know they have to pay for some things on me, we. And I'm like, what is your privacy worth? Like, you know, that's the entitled mindset that got us into this garbage. So you know, going out and finding reliable, you know, news media. Um, it should cost something, okay? And you want to support them by putting your dollars, your time, and your attention that way and sharing it out. So Lauren, who's upstairs with Baby B, says she hates when people are sharing things without doing any work to verify or even read the darn article. Hurts the cause way more than to share misinformation. And that's what they want to do. They want to make us all look like tinfoil hat wearing Kool-Aid, crazy Kool-Aid drinking, you know, people. And by sharing stuff, if you're sharing it and it says, can anyone verify this? Um, you're being a part of the problem, unfortunately. And, hey, we've all fallen for fake stories. I have. I've shared fake stories, and I try to make it clear. So now before I share it, I only will share from the Epic Times, you know, Newsmax, uh, OAN, you know, some other papers out there, the Hill, um, you know, um, you know, on and on and on. There are stories, whether I believe with their, whether I believe their journalistic, um, whether their journalistic, you know, views or not, I will share them if they're credible. Um, the problem is, is that we only want echo chamber information now. So anyways, um, so back to the bombing, the suicide bombing that we saw was really unique. Um, and it appears that what the official story is, and I'll put out the official because we don't know yet 
There isn't anyone who's come forward and known who's known them. They haven't published anything yet. But supposedly he was an anti five G er, and that's why he you know blew up that AT and T um, building store whatever. But it was also obvious that he didn't want to harm any lives. He went to a great length not to harm anyone but himself. Um, you know the cops knew for I guess an hour, um, and he was broadcasting for an hour to evacuate, to get people out, so there would be no loss of life, um, which makes that uh, such an incredible, unique thing because normally people who are going to blow themselves up don't really care who they hurt around them. But this guy really went above and beyond. I don't know how he voted yet. I don't know who which party he supported. Christian Warrior Talk is sponsored by Trident Shield, your trusted ally in violence preparedness. Trident Shield safeguards your loved ones with expert training and consulting. Trident Shield, defending faith through preparedness because together we save lives. Um, you know, I don't know anything about him, but all I can say is that he went through a heck of a lot of work and technical proficiency. Um, which again, it didn't really require too much technical proficiency because he was there to detonate it himself and could play whatever he wanted through loudspeakers. But, um, you know, again, it was uh, pretty darn um, unique and it scared a lot of people. It scared a lot of people because of the, the hype that went around this and the motivations that went around this. You know, if this was this uh, the first right winger pushing back, um, against the left, uh, you know, I've seen things. Is this uh, another cover up? And there's this big chain of who owns the building and where are the minion voting machines cooling, and on and on and on, and all this other garbage there that I was not sure. Um, so uh, let's see here. We got Jane, Jenny Lee Delano. Over the last few days, I have Epoch Times blocked. You you blocked the Epoch Times. I don't, I don't understand why you would block that. That is a red flag, no pun intended. Definitely indicates suicide with the desire to also make a point. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Epic Times, I don't know why you would block that, Jenny Lee. They've been the only ones calling it straight. They're a very strong supporter of Christians. And, um, you know, they, they seem to be hardcore. Uh, the only ones getting it right. Everyone else is cheerleading their side, and I don't want to... I don't want a cheerleader. I want news and I want facts. You know, when I want editorial, I'll go to the people who I agree with or I'll go to with, to look at people who I don't agree with if I want to see their hear their side of the argument. But anyways, um, so that was one of the big stories. You know, there was also a, you know, some shootings and other things going on. But the main feeling that I'm getting, um, you know, Trump signed the big bill, uh, COVID-19 bill, which we were all hoping he wasn't. But, you know, it's also been reported he's going to use some obscure um, acts from 1974 to redline all the wasteful spending and all these other things. And he did that for because he, you know, his statement was is he wanted unemployment benefits to continue. He wanted to be able to make sure that the vaccine went out. He wanted to make sure that the people, you know, that the, the stuff that all of us agree with as far as the aid to people who need it 
and who want the vaccine if they want it. Um, all the stuff that the bill should have just been, he wanted to get through, and now he's going to use this bill from 1974 to redline the wasteful spending and ask Congress to take it out. Will it? Oh, you could not access the site. Okay, Jenny Lee. No, the site was blocked. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's not so much blocked. You have to pay to have a subscription to it. So I don't know if it was blocked or if you have to subscribe to it. Sometimes they'll give you a tease so you can see the article once, and then when you go back to the article, you have to subscribe to get to it. So um, anyways, that's, that's, that's something with that. So again, uh, you know, I don't know if Trump is going to be effective on that. Um, Trump is also calling for people to go there on the 6th um, for some big major announcements and all that stuff. And uh, I'm going to be honest with everyone. <clears throat> you know, I went to the Million MAGA March um, and, um, you know, I've been a big supporter of our president right now. Um, but I'm not seeing, like, I, I feel like Rudy... And Sydney and all the other people have been promising a lot of stuff, and I haven't really been able to see it. And it's really bumming me out. Um, it's none of it's catching root, none of it's going anywhere. Um, I mean, the, the Supreme Court appears to be as corrupt as the rest of the government now. They agreed, if I understand this correctly, to hear. Trump's case two days after the inauguration, at which point they can dismiss it as irrelevant because the election's already over. So I, I don't really know what to do with all this. Uh, you paid and it was blocked, like YouTube, Facebook, et cetera, I pay. Wow, Jenny Lee, I don't know what's going on there. Um, that might I, I don't know how that even works. I've been able to access that. I don't know if that's something in New Hampshire where I know you live or your internet provider or, or something like that. But I would definitely be calling your internet provider and see what's going on and why they would be limiting that because, um, you know, yeah, Lawrence, I'm right there with you. I don't believe any promises anymore. Impossible to get excited about anything they say. I completely agree. And the skeptic in me, which I am ashamed to say is there, um, because, you know, I'm a huge Donald Trump fan. I love the man. Um, I believe in the man. But um, I also know him to be a pragmatist, and I also know him to be a massive negotiator. And part of me wonders if he is, you know, doing this um, to see, one, if it's going to get traction, <clears throat> to see if he can stay in power, because that's what we all believe happened. And then if it's not going to get traction, is he doing it to negotiate a ceasefire against his family from the left to say, hey, listen, you know, we're going to resist, resist, resist until you give me some guarantees that you're not coming after me, my family, and we're going to be able to go off into the sunset. I hope that's not true, and I haven't seen any proof of it. It's just a feeling I get because I know under those circumstances what most people would do, and they'd be looking for um, if nothing was, if they weren't getting any victories, they would either be committing to martial law, lockdown, going all the way in and putting all the chips on the table, wherever that may fall, being called a dictator, being called, uh, you know, worse things than that, and putting your life, your family, and your freedom at risk, which is what he'd be doing, um, or he's doing it to gain leverage to get, you know, the new world order and the rest 
to back off from him, which is um, which is really sad um, that we we become a, a banana republic if that happens. Um, you know, which holy smokes, <clears throat> I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we're here. The next thing I want to talk about is, um, you know, I was talking with a good friend of mine and, you know, they were talking about accepting the results and moving on and, you know, and so forth. And I had to bring something to their attention and say, you have to understand everyone. If you're on our side of this equation, we don't believe that the Dems cheated. We don't believe that we, you know, this is a domestic dispute. Let me and hear me out. We don't believe that this is a domestic dispute between the right and the left to, to, to settle the future of America, whether it be abortion, Second Amendment, freedom, you know, our current economy, whether we're going to stay a capitalist society or go to a socialist. We don't believe that that is what happened. If you're with me, then you believe that this was a act of war by China with co-conspirators in the American government to conquer the United States and our way of living without firing a single shot. That's what I believe China's doing. That's what I believe China has done. And whether they fixed machines and did it that way or bought off uh, rhino Republicans or... <clears throat> you know, corrupted the entire Democrat government, Democrat side of the aisle or infiltrated and paid off and bought all the big tech companies and the media companies. That is what we're looking at. All right. That's what we're looking at. We're looking at the, um, the conquering of our nation with a puppet, with a possible puppet government by, the CCP by China and that if they win is a absolute travesty that we let that happen. And they're not even really hiding it, right? They don't have to hide it when they own the media and they do all that stuff. They, they don't have, they're so brazen with everything they're doing. And why wouldn't they be? Why wouldn't they be smashing our face into this pile of, of, uh, dog crap that we have um, because conservatives never do anything. We never do anything. We're cowards and we never do anything. We talk the talk, we march around, we protest, but we don't ever really hurt anything or do anything. We don't, we don't do anything. And it's gotten to the point where our tolerance and our good naturedness and our, I guess just being a good patriotic citizen doesn't work anymore. And that's the point of where we're at right now. And, you know, and we have a decision to make. Are we just going to let them get away with it and do nothing? Or are we going to do something? And what does that something look like? And, you know, to hypothesize that is, uh, is to go down some dark paths. So I'm going to go over here to the comments since my co-host is upstairs. Can't blame him. It would be sad if if he became a game of self-interest. Yes. 
Either way, uh, Billy Parton, Billy, great to see. Either way, it's going to take years to get this country back to pre-Obama era. China is sitting back waiting to grab the crumbs after the congressional infighting is over. And then Lauren said that makes sense and goes to the conversation that we had yesterday about whether this Civil War conversation is just playing right into their hands. Weakens us so much further to have infighting when we aren't really attacking the right enemy. It's China can't lose at this point, right? So I want you to think of this as <clears throat> you have a massive infection, and we'll say it's in your leg, right? You have a massive gangrenous leg that um, there's only a few ways to treat that, right? And that, for us, is socialism or communism that has infiltrated the country. So we either have a couple decisions to make. We can amputate it, and we're a weaker person for that in order to save us, because if we leave it on, it'll kill us, right? That's doing, you know, that is America separating, right? America separating and becoming two separate countries where the middle of the country is one country and the coasts are another country. And we'll all be weaker for that. China wins at that, and they literally become the most powerful country in the world. Why? Well, because the most powerful country in the world is split into two countries, and it can't remain the most powerful country there. We we fall to two and three, or God knows what, um, which may or may not be relevant to you, but China wins, right? China will take over the global currency, right, which is going to destroy a big portion of our economy, or the you know a, a kick out a leg from our the stool of our uh, economy. All right, so that's one way to treat it. The other way to treat it is to do nothing, and freedom in America, as we know, it would die, and that's what conservatives are doing right now, really. Um, you know, no one's, you know, there's been some rallies and some peaceful this and that, but the left doesn't fear us at all. Um, they don't fear us because they know that historically we've done nothing, nothing, nothing. We do nothing. Our congressmen do nothing. They give speeches. They do nothing. There's no consequences. Show me one place. Show me one darn place where somebody from the left has gone to jail and pay and paid the price for being a monster or uh, corrupt or anything. Show me one. Name one. None. The right get prosecuted all the time. They never pay for their corruption and all the evil they do in the world they won't they never will unless we decide to figure some things out and uh and hold them accountable um our agencies our big big government agencies the cia the fbi the dia there are good people in them but they are lost in my opinion to the american cause they have been infiltrated by Ivy League educated socialist communist sympathizers and are now permanently part of the deep state. Maybe they always were, but um, I don't trust anyone in a government agency anymore. I don't trust the FBI at all. I would never talk to the FBI ever again. Um, you know, I would never help them in any way because I think they're, you know, again, I know there are good agents out there and there are good agents in all <clears throat> law enforcement branches, but. Their credibility has totally been shot by James Comey, what they've done, and the lack of accountability of anyone on the left. 
Yeah, it's sickening how justice is played on out on the government level, and it's only played out on one side, right? So let me continue on with my medical diagnosis here and possible treatment plans for the country. So one is to do nothing. The other is to amputate and to separate, which, you know, despite all of our best wishes would, um, you know, would make us weaker and China wins in the end. Um, the last option, I believe, is what we all hoped or for what a lot of us had hoped. There are people who um, who have railed against this and made fun of us for those of us who think this is the answer. But it's for Trump to go all in and to <clears throat> declare martial law, put all the chips on the table, um, fire everyone, investigate everyone, and let this play out for good or ill. And, you know, and what I call this is a massive dose of chemotherapy or a massive dose of, you know, of uh, it's our last chance of uh, antibiotics or chemo in order to try to kill that necrotic leg, um, you know, that that's killing us. And um, and that's really what. What concerns me, you know, is I think that's the only way that America stays America it will be very, very, very painful for a very long time. The other two options are going to be a slow death. Um, you know, particularly if we do nothing, it'll be a slow death. And your grandkids are going to, this country will be France or worse. And, um, you know, to separate maybe those of us who can make it to the middle of the country to join the, the, the states that pull away and form the new country may have a good life going. And maybe, you know, but um, again, I'm, I'm not really sure what that looks like, you know, going forward. That is the only, I'm, I'm entertaining two options. One is, <clears throat> you know, um, the antibiotic chemotherapy option. The other option is, you know, cutting off the leg and go over there. So Lawrence said it's sickening. How, yep, okay. Um, so do you see options as this one civil war, two succession, three, except Biden? No, I don't even see civil war as an option, Lauren. Um, even though we're in one and we basically have been losing one for a very long time because we haven't played our part in it. I see it as secession, um, except Biden administration. So the first one is not civil war, it'd be Trump using um, martial law and his powers to declare a state emergency to try to work through this for some amount of time, three, six months, a year, I don't know, but to basically prove that China infiltrated in our elections and that um, that for, or foreign actors, both, you know, um, China, maybe Russia, I think they get scapegoated for a lot of things. And... Um, and, you know, traitors within our country to undermine our election system. So that's the three options I see. Um, martial law, um, secession, or nothing. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys think on that um, and, and, you know, think which is most likely. Right now, I think the most likely version of that is three, um, do nothing, which makes me the saddest of all. Um you know, it really does. So um, I, I wish I had a good feeling about this, and I wish 
that, um, you know, I think part of the other thing that we as Christians um, have a, have to reckon with is all these prophetesses and prophets, whatever you want to call it, and uh, going out there and making predictions that appear to not be true at all. Now, maybe it will be true, and it'll be a you know lead to a great um, reawakening um, of the Christian faith, and you know, and that you know all of us will track to Christ, and people's eyes will be open because they predicted something that became to look pretty improbable. But if they were wrong, what does that say about them? And what does that say about anyone who calls himself a modern day prophet? So, um, again, I don't have the experience or the knowledge. I don't, I've never put a lot of stock into modern day prophets calling for things or saying things. Um, you know, I just, back to my atheist days, I remember Y2K was going to be the end of the world and, you know, all these other different things where people predicted things that didn't happen. Um, maybe there's a lot of people out there who are on, who have gotten it right, I haven't taken the effort or the time to dive into them to tell them that yes, you're you're right or no or, or to see if they're legitimate. All I know is that there was an awful lot of people who said they heard from God to say that Donald Trump is gonna win and that everything was gonna be good on the inauguration day. And here we are twenty something days from that right now. Um that day and we're gonna see. <clears throat> so am I going on the sixth? I originally committed to going on the 6th, but I'm not sure if I'm going anymore. Um, Trump has called us this time, but I have to see what his behavior is going to be between now and then. I'm not going to go waste my time to go there and stand outside and scream at the air for nothing. You know, um, I told myself the last time that this, that on the million MAGA March, it was going to be the last time that I go anywhere as a unarmed citizen without any teeth, right? Um, I said I would go and I would do a Second Amendment demonstration there if millions of people descended to D.C. or some other area with firearms and say, listen, this is the Second Amendment. We're putting you on notice that we're not going to take this. I would be a part of that. It would be dangerous. It would be hard to pull off. It would be a lot of things. I would participate in that, though. Um, but going out there and just standing in the street and waving a flag again, I just, I don't know. <clears throat> so Lauren said it hurts their own credibility for sure, but it also detracts from the faith as a whole because it becomes easier for non-believers to say we're just nuts for saying God spoke to us in that way. I agree. I agree. So, you know, it's... I hope they're all right, and I hope that Donald Trump is in office on the 20th and he has four more years of greatness, and I can feel, you know, right now I'm not feeling that confident, and I'm just being brutally honest with you guys there on that. So uh, somebody, I missed a comment up here. It was Sydney Powell, the Sydney Powell article. I don't, oh, okay. Yeah, I it was the Sydney part, uh, Powell article that was blocked. Yeah, I... It doesn't surprise me that, um, 
you know, we're being censored to that level that you can't get to that. Um, try using DuckDuckGo and try using a web browser called Brave. That's a, a Chrome replacement. That's what I use now when I want to do research for articles um, or when I'm browsing things that, you know, I think that Google may censor or the others may censor. Somebody explained to me that that may or may not work, but I seem to have better results when I go with them. Has Trump given any indication of what he hopes to accomplish with his march? No, he's been kind of tongue-in-cheek. He's um, said he's going to make a big announcement, you know, whatever. And uh, I don't know what that is, and that, that just pisses me off. I want him to be transparent. You know, again, I love Donald Trump. I think he's done more for this country than any politician, you know, in a very, 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 very long time. But again, I also know him to be a realist and... You know, we've had heartbreak and letdown after letdown and a lot of talk and a little no action on a lot of promises and a lot from a lot of places. Um, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. And I think it all comes down to, it boils down to one thing, and I've already said this, is that when the right doesn't do anything, what, why would they listen to us? Why would they ever consider us in any part of the equation when they know we're just going to do nothing. Just going to do nothing. So why do they, like somebody's like, well, what about the midterms in two years? I was talking to a good friend of mine who works in a very, you know, one of the top richest companies in America and he's keeping his head low and he's just moving on because that's what he does in that. And I understand that. And I understand that he's got a lot to lose but why would we fix our elections in two years? And why would they allow us to do that when we didn't do anything when they didn't? When they blatantly cheated in front of our eyes. We have video of it. We have thousands of, you know, you know, affidavits signed by people under the penalty of perjury um, with jail time. And none of it matters to them because why? The, the media was owned by a very few people. Um Again, don't care, you know, and again, I would, you know, I believe that this is China and the new world order um, trying to do the great reset, trying to, um, you know, to, to get us all to one currency, you know, and to, uh, and to change us all into basically, you know, one world order. <coughs> so, I'm about to put the politics to bed and I'm about to get into turning the page and moving forward for you and your prayer life and, um, and for you physically and do what we're going to do on Patriot Crusader mission, you know, starting, um, what is it? Monday, January 4th or 3rd. Let me pull that up. Jan. Yeah. Jan four. When we start, um, the Patriot Crusader Mission Challenge for the year 2021. So are there any political questions? Hey, Chenida, it's good. Jay, it's good to see you. Um, it is sickening. And um, and Lawrence is correct. There's no reason to believe that any election will be fair in the future. Dems will decide what, be what benefits them to win or lose and make that happen. It's correct. So, um, you know, there's another point I want to talk about, something politically here. On, I think we may win the Georgia election, and I think that might be by design. 
um, the the deep state and everyone else out there wants a gridlock government, right? Let me explain why that is. That might seem counterintuitive to you on that, but I want to explain why they want a gridlock government. Because when they have um, a gridlock government, that's where corruption will thrive, and I'll tell you why. Because they have an opponent, right? They can then divide us along social issues, and they can divide us around the Second Amendment and abortion and all these things, and there's an enemy, and we have something to work towards, right? Let's take back the Senate. Let's take back the House. Let's do this and that. Meanwhile, the the deep state slash establishment does everything that they've always done, right? Whether it's a Bush in office, a Clinton in office, or an Obama in office, they all just keep churning and getting richer and do pulling the strings behind the scenes. And we're dealing with masks or not masks or abortion or the second amendment or, you know, all the other social issues that are major for us in our faith, but are not, you know, um, they're just things to keep us focused on the opponent here instead of looking out at China who's dividing us up or the European Union who's taking advantage of us. And it just allows them to get richer because none of those things matter one bit as far as financially. Um, so it, it's it's something you really need to look at to understand that gridlock government is what Wall Street wants. Gridlock government is what everybody wants because then the crazies on the left can blame the right for not getting things done and the right can blame whatever, and they'll campaign on it, and that's what they're going to do. So having some form of gridlock government is keeps everything the same, right? And then what do we get to do? We get to do things by executive order and then kick it to the courts, and the courts have betrayed us just like everything else. So just understand, you know, again, I'm, I may be wrong. I don't claim to have the answers. This is just things that I think about and things that I see as, you know, someone who can smell BS from pretty far away. Um, and, and, and it's just human nature, right? Everybody needs an enemy to focus on. And while you're focused on that enemy, they can do whatever they want that behind the scenes, which is, you know, we're about to see the Patriot Act be used on U.S. citizens, um, we're, you know, what we, all the things we passed for nine 11 that we used to fight in the world on terror, they are calling Christian nationalists a threat to this country. Now, I'm not sure if you know what that is, you know, Christian nationalists sound scary. A Christian nationalist is somebody who believes in Christ and loves America, period. That's it. They want America first. So they've created a separate terrorist organization now with a fancy name called Christian Nationalist. And now we're, we're going to be the threat. And you're going to see the Patriot Act used on, on pastors, on congregations, on patriots, on veterans, on everybody who doesn't agree with them, who may be a threat to them. And they're right to consider them a threat. They're the only people who are brave enough, love this country enough to push back. But you know, freedom is never worth giving up and we're going to see it come back to roost just like all the pastors and all the churchgoers 
who were very pro censorship back in the eighties for gangster rap and heavy metal, um, are now going to see, are now seeing that same thing going to be used to censor the Bible. So censorship in any form is not good. The founders were right. Free speech is free speech and to censor it in any way is bad. In my opinion, the best ideas and the truth will win. So just let, but you have to challenge those lies when they come out there, but you don't silence them. That's what the left does. And now we're going to see that weaponization against us, unfortunately. Um, so again, I, I hope you guys um, see that and how it's such a slippery slope, you know, and um, again, um, sad thing. I wish, you know, trying to, yeah, they're trying to equate it to radical Islam. And I think that there's a section out there of patriots that are wanting to get kinetic and may or may not. And they're going to be labeled like terrorists. And that's going to be more of that cold civil war that we've been talking about turning from cold to a warm civil war. Um, and, uh, Yes, of course. The Nebs, yes, and you're so right there, Lauren. The Dems will definitely name Christian nationalists and it'll be the word on their tongue every other sentence versus radical Islam, which they refuse to ever say. So, um, you know, there is going to be some strange allies out there uh, with freedom of religion, but I do believe that the, the Christian church is about to get persecuted in the United States more than ever. I believe that they're going to call parts of the Bible hate speech. Um, there are already parts of the Bible that are not able to be read or done in Canada, and it could very well come here, um, you know. And uh, that's a very, very sad, sad uh, thing to consider. So I'm about to put politics and all that to bed. Um, are you guys cool with that? And then I can move on here. The the chat has been, you know, great, Lauren. Thanks for being my co-host upstairs and talking to me. I feel like I'm dying down here without you. Um, but I didn't want to change the dates on the uh, from 11 o'clock to accommodate uh, baby B nap time. So the next thing I wanted to talk about um, is the challenge that we have coming up. Um, we are starting our Patriot Crusader mission um challenge on the fourth um it is you know kind of i don't want to call it a reboot but i would call it a refocusing of our life uh, to become powerful uh champions of christ um and be the patriot crusaders that i believe that we are called to be uh yeah i'm doing great thanks i appreciate that monologuing for an hour straight is a little rough i don't know how rush limbaugh does it without anyone to talk to. It shows you why he's one of the greatest of all time. <clears throat> but so what does that entail? And we've talked about this um, in previous in previous um, episodes of the podcast, but it's going to require um, a rededication of your prayer life, which, you know, we've been doing. Um, it's also um, going to be, um, working out and taking your body back because that's so much part of our identity and, um, and, and, and integral to the total package of, you know, spirit, body, soul. Um, 
you know, so we're going to be doing that. We're going to be working on uh, becoming dangerous, right? Which is means, you know, learning how to fight and defend yourself, how to shoot, how to do all those things to make you a, a, a dangerous person. And I don't mean dangerous to the innocent. I mean, dangerous to evil people that are coming to harm you. Um, and again, teaching restraint and control, but to, to be a restrained person is, is a restrained, powerful person is what I want you to be. I don't want you to be a harmless, weak ball of mush because, uh, nobody respects that. Nobody wants to be that. And, um, I don't think that that's what protectors that we all should be for our families, our communities, our churches, and our country should be. We need to be strong, strong in faith with God and uh, strong in walking out our faith. And then, you know, taking this temple that we were given our bodies and turning it into the most effective weapon system slash vehicle that it can be um, for God. Um, hey, Kessie, it's great to see you on here. Um, it's really good to see you on here. But um, so those are the things that we're focusing on going forward. They'll all be on the website. Um, it'll start with a Bible reading in the morning and a Bible study in the morning. We're going to be doing at least one Bible group um, meeting on our Facebook group uh, per week. I'll break it up if it becomes too big and we can do multiple ones to accommodate schedules, but a Bible group there. And that's just to go over, you know, all things Christian warrior with the struggles that we're going through. So we can pray for one another, go through the word and deal with some challenging topics. Um, like we do with Ken, but on a more personal level and what you're struggling with in your life, there'll be workouts um, I'm going to, you know, be very honest with you. Um, you know, I have been at great shape, um, in great shape for most of my life, but I battle weight for most of my life. Um, you know, I'm not one of these guys who rolls out of bed with a six pack in the morning. I'm not one of these guys who, um, has a fast metabolism or, you know, doesn't, you know, who eats religiously the right way. And that probably makes me a lot more like you guys, meaning that I've been heavy off and on my entire life and I've decided enough is enough and I'm going, you know, to, to take accountability of my diet, my workout regimen, put the foot forward so people can see me leading by example. And I challenge each one of you to do that in your life. Um, and we're going to be a part of, part of, what that group is going to be is going to be to hold each other accountable there. Um, with that, we've been working on this for a long time. Um, it's part of the website that we're going to be able to walk in. You're going to be able to go in there and see exercises and see workout routines and what we're doing. I don't care if you do what I do, right? I'm just telling you as a guy with a bunch of injuries who is extremely out of shape right now, who struggled with this stuff. For those of you who identify with me, I'm going to show you what works for me. Take what I say, if it were the parts that work for you and use it, and the other parts throw out, do it out there. If you want to take advice from a guy who's got a six pack and has had a six pack every day of his life, great. You know, he's obviously got it down. I'm just going to tell you, you know, as a fat kid at heart, what I'm going to do and what's going to work for me. And if it works for me, 
I hope it works for you. Um, you know, I have run a gym. You know, I have gone through CrossFit training. I have been a Navy SEAL. I've been through all kinds of stuff. And at times I've been in an epic, amazing shape. But it's holding it and it's consistency and it's dealing with it now at 48, right, with broken injuries when my body doesn't want to function. Like the, uh, yesterday, I, won't, I, I couldn't work out. Everything hurt. Uh, my joints hurt, this and that. So what I do, I went out in the garage, I worked out, but I did shadow boxing and I did combatives training and I did something light and low impact, got my heart rate up, burn those calories, built that muscle memory. That's something you can do every day. You know, when my back goes, you guys saw me with my two hiking sticks out there walking um, because that's all I could do. And it's about doing something because if you surrender to that identity of not being a Christian warrior, of not being, not putting Christ at the center of everything, of not doing the right thing, and you just take the easy way out and you do nothing, you're going to backslide and you're not going to like who you're going to be, right? So again, I, I challenge every one of you out there for whatever your challenge is, whether it's diet, working out, drinking, being angry, um, you know, whatever your challenges are coming to this year, to put Christ at the center of that and do it, you know, for Jesus, okay? And do it with Jesus at the center of it. And you're not letting yourself down. You're letting him down, right? To live, be the best that you can be and to be that beacon of light that everyone's like, wow, what does that cat have? And it's Jesus. And If we can get to that, if we can be those beacons of light, those squared away, great, happy, well-rounded, healthy people People are going to start coming up to you and be like, what, you know, I know what you used to look like. I know how you used to, how are you so different? And boom, that's when you get to share the gospel with them. So I see, I got some quotes here. Died of a heart attack 10 years ago and brought back by the Lord. And it changed my life. And in 80 years old, I'm in great shape all because my belief from my life changed. My belief from my life changing experience. Awesome, William. That is so good. That is so good. Um, thanks, Lauren. You know, you are so good at helping to modify exercise for injuries and abilities. One of the best parts you, well, that's the part is like, I'm, I'm broke as heck. You know, I can't do heavy back squats. I can't even deadlift my lower back. Every time I do it, my back goes out. So in order to do that, I get to do six months or three months of mobility to be able to even get in those positions to, to do those exercises safely. So I have to do modifications that suck and that hurt, but I can get down to them and I can stay functional because what is the worst thing that can happen? That I go at it. I don't listen to my body. I don't use my medical knowledge. You know, I was an IDC, an independent duty corpsman, which is like a PA, um, you know, in, in the military for enlisted guys. And, you know, being able to take all that and to be able to use that, you know, that knowledge for good to be able to sit there and say, hey, if I go and blow my back out and I'm bedridden for another three months, that's just a massive setback where the only thing I can do then is basically fast and starvation diet to be able to get to where I need to be. So, again, I don't mean to share at all. You know, there's, there's a ton of information out there and a ton of things that I'm going to do that start on the fourth and we're going to be teasing about it and talking about it all week. Will you please explain this to my husband? Yeah. Kessie, you know, your husband is blessed with some amazing genetics and some amazing capability, um, you know, out there that, um, you know, that he's very good at what he does. 
he's, you know, in awesome shape. You know, maybe he's not considered what he considers awesome shape. But as we continue to pick up injuries and as we continue to degrade, right, there's a lot of glue to unlock in your joints and in your tissue and all that. So the mobility wad and doing a lot of that type of stuff to unlock your joints to a healthy range of motion so that you're not just throwing a bunch of weight and using your tissue as the shock absorber, which leads to the injuries and the tears and the blowouts and serious catastrophic setback, which is what I'm trying to um, to avoid because that doesn't do anybody good. Now, you may come into my workouts and you may be like, Jay, these these are too hard or they're not hard enough for me or my body, I can't do this. For example, a lot of my workouts don't apply to Lauren. Why? Because a Lauren has um, anti-immune issues right now. She's got serious form of arthritis in her hands. So hitting the bag isn't a reality for her. Doing heavy weight resistance isn't an option for her. She has to find out what works for her body. So shadow boxing and and doing things like that may work for her for cardio and the elliptical and, and things that she, she has to figure out what works for her body. Not all bodies are the same. She can't lift heavy weights. It hurts her hands. It hurts her arm. Now she's going on some medication that's going to help her. Right. But at the same point, you know, that means right from go, Lauren can't do what I'm doing. So should she just throw her hands up and do nothing? No, she should figure out what she can do in her body and do it at 120% to the best of her ability. Maybe she's going to be a badass yoga person who can do poses and do body weight things out there, you know, but the key is not being demotivated and doing nothing. Lauren, what are you doing now? The answer is nothing. Right. And, and, you know, and that's exactly right, Kessie. Monty is consistent. He's 45, and he's in a great place for that. So people who are 45 who've been consistent, who have no issues, can really identify and come along with him in that. that. But, I mean, he, he, he's he got some great stuff. And, you know, I'm and again, I'm not going to ever poo-poo what, what Monty's doing. Monty's doing great things and he's walking it out and I'm sure he's going to be awesome. I'm just saying for the, for everyone else, for all the fat kids out there and all the people who have injuries out there and the people who, you know, have some serious issues that want to work through this, I'm here to work through it with you as a person who's had massive challenges. I've hit 300 pounds. I know what that's like, right? I know what it's like to not be able to get out of bed. I know what it's like to barely be able to put on your shoes. I know what it's like to, to every day get another kick in the, in the family jewels as you're trying to get in shape because nothing works anymore. And we're going to fight back for every inch of that in our life. And that's what I want to do. How about dynamic tension workouts at your own pace and easy to whatever works for you. Again, People need to figure out what works for them. Try what I'm doing. Try parts of what I'm doing. And if that works out for you, awesome. If it doesn't, then tune that part out. Just deal with the faith. Learn the combatives. Learn the tactics from the shooting 
and you know, and from improvised weapons and from you know knives and and everything else we're doing and the mindset activities that we're doing, the situational awareness training we're doing, take all that on board and apply it. You know, not everything's going to work for everyone. Not everyone is made for my content, and I understand that. Maybe you only like the political aspects of what I talk about. Maybe you only like the face stuff that I talk about. Great. I'm not asking you to do it all. I got to do it anyways for me or else I'm going to be in it. You know, I'm not walking out when I'm talking. I'm not being the best ambassador for Christ that I can be. All right. So I'm doing this and I'm going to document it and I'm going to, because I have to do it anyways. And if I can help people along the way and have a support, have a support group for the faith and for the workouts and for everything, then why the heck not do it? And why not bring as many people along with me as possible? So that's, that's what I'm trying to do. And I, I hope it goes, goes well. Um, so we put a garage gym in the new house and it floods. By the way, I threw my back out wrapping presents this year, sitting on the floor. This is awesome content. Chenida, every time I've heard, or Jay, I know you like Jay better. Um, you know, every time I've, most of the times I blow up my back, it's it's picking up a piece of paper off the ground. It's doing dishes. It's sleeping on the wrong side. I've, I've got a back injury from a parachuting accident. Someday I'm going to need surgery. I may be getting closer to there, but right now... I'm going to try to fix it with mobility wad, with flexibility, with hardcore training, but training around my injuries, right? And training around things, you know, being close to 300 pounds, I can't put a ton of mileage on my body. I'm prone. I'll have stress fractures. I'll do all this stuff. So I got to do it gradually and I got to do it smart. And I do have a home gym. So that's the other thing is I've got all this equipment from my gym. You may not have all that, but you can find substitutions. You can do what you what use what you have and go from there. All right. So I do scale things. I do add things in there. If you don't have access to a gym, um, if you do have access to a gym, great. Then do it as prescribed is what we're going to do. Um, I've already started and I'm easing in. I'm not hitting everything as prescribed right now. I'm not doing, you know, 10 sets of pull-ups. You know, I'm doing jumpers right now. I do jumpers in a way that are because I've blown and separated my shoulder out bottoming out on the bottom. I'm going to show you how to train as an old fat beat up guy can so that you can. Can I bang out a set of 10? Absolutely. But is it going to do me any good if I tear a rotator cuff doing it? No. So I get to height full extension, explode up. I use, you know, and then I deload on the floor, right? So I keep my grip on the bar. I don't let go of it, but I have the weight stacks there so that my body doesn't do shock absorption at 300 pounds into my shoulder joint. So it's stuff like that. Um, that is the, the difference between staying healthy and training and being able to hit your goals next year to training till you hit an injury. Now you're lying in your bed. You're feeling sorry for yourself. You go to food, which is your crutch, or what you're drinking, which is your crutch. You put on more weight. You backslide. And next thing you know, it's 2022. All right? So I've been rambling now all alone for an hour here. Are there any questions um, on what I'm talking about? Yeah, I want to talk a little bit what we're going to talk about tomorrow. We're going to get further into this tomorrow. I'm also going to talk about Cobra Kai, uh, the TV show, uh, tomorrow. Um, 
I just wrapped up season two of that at the recommendations of some people. And there's some things about it I really liked and there's some things about it I really hated. So um, and I'm willing to talk about that with you guys. I also want to talk about um, season two of The Chosen's coming out. Um, I want to talk about a sermon that rocked me to the core to help me accountable that I'm going to share. Um, and I think everyone in America should watch it um, because you know, I believe we've cheapened sin so much and that we have to really, really, really start understanding and hating our own, our own sin. And that is um, what I'd like to talk about. Um, I said tomorrow, but uh, Wednesday, I believe we have um, Ken Graves again on Wednesday. I got to confirm with him. And, um, you know, that'll uh, always be good because, you know, I've got so many questions for him and he's really bummed he didn't make it last week. So, all right, everyone, that's all I got for you. I'm going to pray us out right now. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, um, you are the Almighty. You have created the heavens and the earth. You've created the universe and you know all of our fate and all of our stories, Lord. We come to you now, Lord, as the great healer. We come to you now in Jesus' name, Lord, to heal this great nation, to pull us back from the edge, to give us more time to spread your word, all right? Lord, we know that today's reality is where America goes is how the world goes, and we believe at Patriot Crusader Mission that that America is key, even though she's not mentioned in your Bible, Lord. We believe that in this day, in this hour— that if America can come back from the brink, that we can be a force for good in China, spreading Christianity and spreading your name and spreading it throughout all the world, Lord. So we ask that you heal this great nation, Lord. We ask that you heal our families, Lord. We ask that you protect our families, Lord. We ask that you protect our first responders at home, our troops overseas, Lord. We ask that you protect our president and our country and that you bring us again all together. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, thank you, everyone. Patriot Crusader Mission, out. Thank you for listening to Patriot Crusader Mission, where Christian warriors are forged. Sponsored by Patriot Crusader Mission Patreon page. Join us and become the Christian warrior you are called to be. Thank you for standing shoulder to shoulder with us in today's spiritual vanguard on Christian Warrior Talk. Presented by Christian Warrior Mission. As we've united in prayer, let's hold fast to the truth in Nehemiah 4.14. Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Until next time, let's keep a humble and grateful heart, deliberately pursue our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and equip ourselves with the full armor of God. You're not walking this path alone. Lock shields with us, and together we will hold the line. May God bless you all.